girls, you are listening to Braveheart Talks. My name is Cynthia and I hope wherever you're listening to this from, whether you're out on a run, whether you're doing the shopping or you're just at home chilling, I really pray that this episode will bless you today. And I am joined by our wonderful Emma Bryant. Hi, Emma. Hey, Cynthia. How are you? All good, all good. Ready to go. Yeah. So this season, currently we're in autumn. And it's one of my favourite seasons. I just love the trees on the ground. It's just so amazing. What's your favourite season? Well, I hope you meant the leaves on the ground and not literally the trees on the ground. Oh, no, did I say trees? (laughs) (laughs) I meant, yeah, the leaves on the ground. What's my favourite season? I'm probably a summer girl. Okay, yeah. I love the summer. Yes. I love the summer. It's such good, isn't it? Sunshine, even though we don't get much of that in England. but you know, we don't. We don't. (laughs) Make the most of it. Yes. You have to learn to love the rain. (laughs) (laughs) I was saying to a friend, recently I was like literally in this country I feel like you need an umbrella in your bag you need a scarf and then potentially a light coat that you can just take and your off sunglasses. and your sunglasses oh, always yeah always rain always. or shine you always need your sunglasses it's true um so today we're going to be talking about um your date your devotional daily dose of brave girls you should have been reading it um had yours already if not make sure you head over to our instagram to get your one there's a link in there but i've really been enjoying this devotional it has so blessed me emma and i just want to say thank you so much for you know pouring your heart into it you can definitely see that you know you want women to get so much out of this and there's so much in in there and it's definitely blessed me and I know loads of girls have sent us messages saying how blessed they've are and you yeah. know they've tagged us in pictures <clears throat> and stuff like that so it's really been such an incredible blessing um but today I want us to delve into one of the days um where it's day 25 where it talks about what you wear matters you know I love talking about clothes I love clothes I love shopping we, we talk about clothes <laughs> yeah, right yeah yeah, yeah 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 it is important I think we have a secret shared wardrobe really oh, I wish I had your wardrobe <laughs> I want to be more like like you. Um, but, you know, I want to talk about what, why is it important what we wear? So, um, you know, in the devotional, you talk about different characters in the Bible. Um, so why are physical clothes so important in the Bible? Yeah, it's interesting because sometimes we can skim over the detail in mm, the Bible yeah. and actually everything that's there is there for a reason. And often you'll find, particularly within the Old Testament, mm. it will refer to the clothes or it will yeah. describe someone by their clothes. Mm-hmm. But clothes weren't um iconic like they are for us today. Yeah. We we wear our clothes out of fashion mm-hmm. and and depending on, you know, are we going to a dinner party? Are yes. we going to work? We we choose our clothes and, and also we're very you know, we're very dismissive, aren't we, of our mm. clothes. We wear them once, we chuck them to one side and we go and buy something new when it's payday. Yeah. It was not like that back mm. in b- biblical times. The clothes are very symbolic of the the person that they were. It talked about your status and mm. your life placement. Yeah. And so beggars would wear, um, beggars would often have a leather belt around the waist. People who were begging um, because they had a disability would wear a sash and the sash, the color of the sash would often indicate what their disability was, whether they were lame or whether they were blind. Mm. It would say it used, um, purple was a royal color Mm. or a very regal color. So if you were dressed in the color purple, then that meant that you were of upper echelons, that Mm -hmm. you were of someone of 
importance. And so, yeah, so the clothes, um, beggars also wore a certain cloak. Um, people would dress in um, sackcloth when they were in a place of mourning. Mm. If they had like a Hessian sort of um, sack around them, it meant that they were in mourning. So wow. your clothes would speak a lot about who you were yeah. as a person yeah. and that is why they're mentioned in the bible because the bible wants us to look at the story or the character holistically mm. and for us to have an understanding of where they were placed in life before we read about yeah what they went through in mm. life wow that's so different to right now because people that maybe uh you know are going through a lot you wouldn't know because maybe they present themselves really so well true. So, so different true. to how it was yeah, in the bible yeah. it's literally like what you're going through or yeah. who you are you wore that so people would instantly kind of know that That's right which is so different to now because you, you hardly know where people are at or what's going i don't on. think there's any such a thing as fashion anymore <laughs> i literally think we're living in a time and an age where anything goes like there is nothing that would raise the eyebrows right no <laughs> platforms purple everything yeah. it really does go um so one of the scriptures that you talk about in the devotional I want to read it out um it's proverbs 31 um, 22 and it says she makes covering for her bed she's clothed in fine linen and purple um and so obviously that's talking about proverbs um, the woman in Proverbs 31. So obviously, you know, whenever I've heard of Proverbs 31 woman, I've always thought, oh, don't talk to me about that because I can never reach where she's at. I am not a Proverbs 31 woman. But what do we get wrong about it? What do we get wrong about her? And also, like, why is she a good example for us? Okay. So we did do a whole study on Braveheart talks mm. around the Proverbs 31 woman. Yeah. And actually back then we mentioned that it was written for men. Yes, and it was written for that. men yes. because it, it was it was a mother who was trying to educate her son. Solomon's mother mm. was trying to educate her young son. These are the qualities that you want to look for when yeah. you're looking for a wife, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And so I love that verse and I put that in for very specific reasons. Mm. And it talks about the color purple within yeah. there that she makes linen and cloth out of the color purple and I actually just talk a little bit about this in the book and we talk about where the 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 color purple actually came from mm. and it was a very expensive dye wow. and they would boil snails oh yes no. <laughs> boil snails for hours on end oh, and it gave off this purple color and they would dip the fabric several mm. times to get a really rich regal color and the very fact that she is making the linen mm. and she's making it purple yeah. tells us that she is someone who believes that she is of royalty mm. but if you change that word royalty to worth yes it means she's a woman who believes in who she is yeah, like find a woman guys if there's any guys listening to this <laughs> or rather girls be that woman mm. that knows if you know you have right standing with God yeah, you know so you have royal blood mm. flowing through your veins yeah. it's his blood mm. so it's not about your natural status in mm. life but it's like I know whose I am I know who my father is yeah. I know the bloodline that I come from I know my worth. Wow. So she is dip dyeing her clothes mm. or her cloth to show and demonstrate this is who I am. Yeah. 
Oh, I love that. I've never yes. thought about it in that perspective. And that's so good. It makes me feel like, okay, yes, I am a Proverbs 31 woman. Cynthia, <laughs> you have purple hair right now. It's true. It's true. You I am. I am hair. wearing my You are hair. like so royal and you so have right standing with your heavenly father. I mean, forget the bed linen, girl. You've got it going on I've got it on top hair. of my head as well, like it's a crown. amazing. <laughs> I love that. But um, yeah, that perspective, I've never thought about it. I never looked at it in that mm. way, but that is really important important because it is about your worth and it is about knowing who you are and yes. whose you are which is something that you've written in yeah. here which I really love and it's so important um so obviously we'll talk about clothes and one of the things you do you know when you're getting ready and before you leave you check yourself you check yourself in the mirror make sure that you know your skirt's not tucked into your knickers or you know you haven't got like <laughs> done that done that walk the full length of church street Stop it. I walked the full no. length of church Were you on street. your own? I was on my own and I went into one of the stores and a guy, it was a guy who came up and, oh. and told me. Yeah, anyway. That's terrible. Well, you know, so you do that before you yeah. leave. So how can we check ourselves? So before we go to work or before we go to that parent and child meeting, before we go into difficult conversations, how do we check ourselves as you check yourself before you're leaving your house? Such, such a good question because we wear so much more than just our clothes. Mm. We wear our attitude and yeah. we wear our character. We, we wear our mood. Yes. But I think we don't always choose what we were mm. where we should be choosing yeah. what we were. Yeah, it's good. And so, yeah, you know, the, the analogy, the Bible says that it's like a mirror. It mirrors, it's a mirror for our lives mm. that we're supposed to check ourselves in the word of yeah. God. Yeah. And if there's something in our life that is not up to the to the to the teachings of the word mm. of God, then we're to amend it, we're to adjust it. Because otherwise it's like you looking in a mirror and seeing that, you know, there's something wonky or misplaced, mm. your buttons are misaligned, or your skirt is tucked into your pants, and then just going, ah, well, that is and then walking out the house, you wouldn't yeah, do that. Yeah. You would fix what you could see was misaligned. So and so we have the word of God mm. to help keep us on track and so it is really important that if you don't daily spend time reading the word of God mm. or maybe for you it's listening to a podcast or a, a daily teaching or maybe it is putting on some even the songs we sing right yeah. they're all bible based yeah. they're singing about the truth and the promises of God and if your life is not aligning with the words you're singing mm. or the scripture you're reading then we need to make some amendments yeah. but I think it's important to to say you know you don't wake up of a morning and your clothes jump out the wardrobe and land on your body no. I mean we have not got that advanced technology <laughs> quite yet but in the same way you have to think and usually you think the night before don't yeah, you yeah you're okay. like where am I going tomorrow mm -hmm. what do I need to What's wear like? oh I'm in the office yeah. or I'm meeting so-and-so for lunch or I'm doing the school run or I'm at uni like what's the weather like mm. outside and, and you lay your clothes out because if you don't then you get up and you're disorganized mm -hmm. you're picking up yesterday's clothes that are in a heap on the floor yeah. you're going out unironed un unkept but you know exactly the same happens with our attitude mm. so it's really important for a start pray before you sleep yeah. always pray before you sleep yeah set your night up 
right. Mm. Invite God into that peaceful, restful place where you are going to turn off your thoughts and allow him to be in that moment so you wake up right. Mm. Because I promise you, if you go to bed on the back of an argument or you go to bed carrying worry and Mm. stress or you go to bed carrying the latest horror movie that you've just watched, it has an effect on the way that you wake up the next Mm. day. And when you wake up the next day, you need to pray when you open your eyes. Mm. Pray as you're awakening. When you're not fully awake, just train your spirit to be communicative with God. Because in that way, you get to choose your mood. Okay, I might be going to that hospital appointment, but I'm not choosing fear today. I'm going to choose a godly confidence. Okay, I've got that interview today, Mm -hmm. but I'm not going to choose worry today. I'm going to choose, you know, a, a different approach. And you get to choose. So though the circumstances of life are happening around you, you are not living on the emotional roller coaster of having to be what your surroundings are telling you you ought to be. You're going to walk in peace. You're going to walk in love. You're going to walk with patience Mm. and kindness and all the fruits of the the Holy Spirit on your life because, because otherwise we just become subject to the ever-changing life that we live, where just like you choose your clothes, you need to pre-decide, right? Yeah. My mood. And that's how we check. We're not rushing around. Mm. We're not rushing out the house. I'm having a moment with God before I go to sleep. I'm having a moment with God when I wake up. Mm. And I am pre-deciding, though this day has got X, Y, and Z ahead of it, I'm pre-deciding my disposition before the day even begins. Yeah, yeah, that's so good. So many great tips there. Um, And I know there's definitely a difference for me when I wake up in the morning and I seek God first. I pray, I have my devotional time and how my day goes in comparison to when I don't, I feel like it really sets me up for the day. And I feel like you react to things differently when at the beginning of your day, you've set, you've set yourself up. You've, you've had time with God. You react to things differently. You're less worried about things. You're less panicked about things. Um, And I know I have a friend who, you know, she has a difficult workplace and what she does, she's like, I have to set my mood in the car. I put the worship music on, song on so that I'm setting myself up before I get into there because she's like if I don't I know that the day is going to take control of me instead of me and I love that can I just say because you get to choose the atmosphere that surrounds your life you don't have to be subject to the atmosphere of the office place or the atmosphere of that turbulent relationship Mm -hmm. you can choose that you can set the your internal atmosphere of your life and just by having a healthy playlist Mm. just by having five minutes in the word just by talking to God in the car or on the bus it sets you up for whatever you're about to walk Mm -hmm. into so that when you walk into it it can't get on you because you're already full 
of another kind mm. of spirit. And yeah. so, yeah, very important. Yeah, that's so good. And even if you're halfway through the day and you feel like, you know, the day has taken control of you, you can still take control back. Absolutely. You can still have five minutes in God's presence is so powerful. Yes. You know what I mean? You don't need half an hour. You don't need like, you know, three hours or five hours. Yes. It's just that five minutes saying, God, I don't know what's going on today, but I'm going to put you in control and, you know, you take over the day. And that makes such a difference. So you know what true. I mean? And so I think it's true. so important. And I feel like, you know, in a lot of your messages, you remind us of that. You remind us that you have the power, you have the control to yes. do that. You know what I mean? To, to change the internal and external. Yeah. And that's where it starts from. Yeah. So good. So, so encouraging. good. Um, and one of the things that you also talk about here is about having wisdom to know what to wear. You know, we talked about, you know, you plan your outfit the day before, like if it's raining or if it's cold or yeah. whatever you're doing, you know, you've got wisdom to think if it's raining, I'm not going to wear flip-flops because, you know, I don't want my toes to get wet. Um, so for any girl that is watching this, listening to this, how can they be more wise? How can you get more wisdom? Okay. I think it's important to, um, it's very important that we choose what we wear yep. um, before we set foot out the house. And mm -hmm. we are talking about the the, the character within yes. us. We're yeah. talking about an attitude and a mood. We're talking about putting our emotions in place mm. and in line because in the same way that we talked about, and I talk about this in the book, but in the same way that we talked about how like colours would represent you know, yes. what, what the person was going through, they'd mm -hmm. wear a certain colour sash and the colours meant a lot. We can carry colours in our mood. So we talk about if somebody's sad, they're blue. Yes. If somebody's yes. angry, they're seeing red. If somebody's <laughs> jealous, they're green with yes, envy or they true. have a black mood. And mm. so we associate colours a lot with the mood and people see those colours on you. Yeah. People see what you're wearing before they ever engage in conversation with you. It's like we radiate mm. the attitude or the mood mm. that, that we're carrying. And, and I think it's so important that we get to the place where we choose wisely. So for example, mm. if you know you're going into a situation tomorrow, maybe you've got to have a a, a difficult conversation with a friend. Mm. Maybe there's been a di disagreement or something that you feel that you need to, to, to challenge her yeah. on or talk to her and, and you know it's going to be awkward. Yep. The more you think about that, I think the more you feel the awkwardness and that mm. awkwardness is going to come out in that conversation. Yeah. Where if you have that moment where you lay it out before God and invite God into that space mm. and say, hey, look, God, I want you to be the mediator in yes. this situation. Yeah. Then I, and I want you to talk through me. Mm -hmm. I love her. I want the best for her. I want to build her up, but we have to talk about this yes. situation. And I'm just using this as an example. Mm then I have already chosen, though I'm going to say some very difficult words to you, I have chosen love and kindness and Good. I'm choosing peace. Yeah. And I'm going to let them be worn loud and proud. That's I'm going good. to let you see that about me mm. first before I speak to you. You know, there's, um, there's a pa beautiful passage of scripture and it's in the book of Esther. And I just, I make this, I make this, um, I mentioned this in, in this, in this particular, um, day, um, in the, in the devotional. And I absolutely love this picture. It's one of my so most good. favorite pictures of just this girl with the crown on her head. Mm. And it's, and it, 
the, the whole of the story of Esther is where she goes before King Xerxes and she's actually going to plead for the nation of Israel yes. because there's a cahoot going on to have the um, nation of Israel mm. annihilated. And the king, you know, he kind of doesn't know the backstory. He doesn't know that Esther is mm. Jewish and... And this, but the story goes, you could never go before the king. The king and the queen's quarters in the palace were completely separate. And you could only go before the king if he sent for you. Yeah. And actually, you know, the, the, if you were not called by the queen, king, you could lose your head wow. just inviting yourself into his quarters. And mm. he didn't care. I mean, he just got rid of the previous queen before Esther. He would just get rid of you. Mm. So she knew that she was taking huge risks yeah. when she was going before the king. Wow. But there's this beautiful scene as well where she goes into the king's quarters mm -hmm. and um, when she goes into the king's quarters, it says this, that in Esther 2, it says, when it was time for her to go to the king's palace, she was given her choice of whatever clothing or jewellery she wanted to take from the harem. Mm. So she was given the choice of what she wanted okay. to wear. Yeah. Now, the Bible doesn't tell us what she wore, mm. right? But what the Bible does tell us is that she won favor yeah. with the king. Mm -hmm. So I liked, and it is only my thoughts, <laughs> yeah. but I believe, you know, when we read through Proverbs 31, I believe she wore something of purple. Yes. I think she went in there because mm. she would know before the king ever heard her, he would first see her. Yeah. So he would first have to be seen by what she was wearing and be attracted to what she was wearing before he was willing to listen, listen. to what she had to say. And mm. I think that's what I'm trying to get over. The point I'm trying to get over is people need to be attracted to you before they ever listen to you. Mm. If you want to have a voice into somebody's world, whether it's your children, your husband, your friend, your church, your small group, they need to be attracted to you. They need yeah. to see that you're wearing love and wearing mm, grace, good, wearing yeah. kindness, wearing generosity, that you're for them and not against them. Mm. So whatever words follow, you've already won them yeah, over. Okay. And so I believe that she wore something of purple because when he saw her, he saw this is a woman who has right standing mm, with me. Yeah. This is my queen. Yeah. And his heart was softened and then he heard her words. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I believe what we choose matters yeah. hugely, yeah, hugely, yeah. that we win people over with what we wear mm. before we even embark on conversation yeah. with them. That's so good. And I love that idea of wear kindness, wear grace. Like, what are you wearing when people see you, when you go to speak to people? Like, what are you wearing? And as you said, you can see it. You can see when somebody's had a bad mood and yeah. they come into the office, it's literally all over their face. That's right. Um, so it is so important that we're making sure that we're clothing ourselves in the right things. Um, and it just takes, you know, wisdom is reading the word of God. And, True. you know, there's so much instruction and so yes. much ways of like, God, I'm going into this difficult situation what should I do you know and, yeah. and it, it says about the fruits of the spirit and like, okay today I need to have um you know boldness or self-control to kind yeah. of thing and self-control so is a great one <laughs> yeah. I choose to wear self-control <laughs> said not many of us often <laughs> mine's still so hanging true. up I have to try it's and so true. like self-control it's not a feeling it's no, not an emotion no. it's a choice that yeah. we make yeah I choose to bridle my mouth yeah 
I choose not to have an opinion. Mm. I choose to wait until they ask me. Yeah. We, we, we don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a garment choice that mm. we can wear. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it really is. Um, thank you so much for that. So one of the things that you also have put into this day is a few declarations, and I absolutely love them. I think it's so important for us to know. So for any of the wonderful um, girls that are watching, listening to this, what do you want to remind them of? What are three things that you want to remind them of, of who they are? Yeah, I love this section of the book because I think it's been so pivotal pivotal to me in my life mm. and there's actually a 12 declarations yeah. of who God see, says you are yeah. how he sees you and what you need to believe about yourself and so um I love the one under a God-fearing woman it says charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised mm -hmm. that's again from Proverbs 31 um and that's again it's talking about inner beauty yeah you, uh, you know outward beauty it, it is it's deceiving mm -hmm. and it is fleeting so I love that one as well and I also love the one that says favored it's from Proverbs 8 verse 35 and it said for those who find me find life and re receive favor from the Lord Amen. you know for all the things that we seek out in life yeah. and we're always seeking something aren't we where we're seeking a partner we're seeking a job we're mm. seeking a better home we're seeking another holiday we're seeking a car we're seeking <laughs> we're seeking the next shoes yes. we're seeking 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 and it says but 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 of all the things that you seek in life seek him yeah. first yeah. because whoever finds him finds the very essence of life and God doesn't have favorites. Mm. There's nothing you can do to be his favorite, mm. but he does favor behavior. Yeah. And so I love that one too. And I also love the one underneath that that says strong and dignified. And it says this in Job 40, it says, then adorn yourself mm. with glory and splendor and clothe yourself in honor and majesty. Mm. So if ever there was an image of what we need to clothe ourselves with, it's honor and majesty, yeah. glory and splendor. You know, all of the qualities and the and the and, and the things that we would envisage God to be clothed in. Mm. He's like, if you've got a child, you want the best for your child. Yes. You don't want them dressed in rags. No. You want them dressed a certain way because how they're dressed represents who you are mm. as the parent. Yeah. Do you know how many of God's children are walking around in verbal rags? Wow. Misrepresenting the father that they come from. Wow. And God said, actually, I want you clothed in my glory, mm. clothed in my splendor, so that who you are represents all that I am. Mm. So that people that see you go, wow, you must come from a good family, right? <laughs> you must, yeah. because we're reflecting our Father in heaven. 
gosh, I love that. That's so, so good. And I love one of the things that you're talking about, about seeking God, that if you seek God, that's the essence of life. And so true. So amazing. And I know that, you know, there are so many people out there that are seeking the wrong things. And oh, you yes. think you get life from that. You think you get hope from that. But no, it's like seeking God. That's where the essence of life is. That's where your anchor comes from, your hope comes from. It's like, it's so good. Such a great yes. reminder. Um, Emma, thank you so much for everything we've done in this devotional for the conversation today can you imagine we've only talked about one day and there's so many gems in there so girls make sure that you are getting in your devotional if you haven't got your devotional yet then head over to our website or head over to our um, Instagram and find the link in our bio get yourselves a daily dose of brave because we need this we need to be brave every day so Emma thank you so much for this thank you so much for the conversation and girls if you don't know we have got a conference next year Braveheart Conference 2024 I am uber excited um, it's going to be incredible last year was incredible this year sorry was incredible and next year is going to be even more great so make sure you head over to um, the link in our Instagram and get your ticket and get your girlfriends a ticket invite a friend they are going to be so blessed so apart from that we'll see you on our next episode of Braveheart Talks Thank you.